0: hello everyone for today's episode of emblemcast i'd like to thank our patrons mr rabbit elliot slurm hobo alex spino cody and isaac for supporting us on patreon if you guys want to help us out you can find us at patreon.com emblemcast now let's get into the episode Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the 45th episode of Emblemcast. So, you guys may or may not have noticed, um, we we had been doing quite a bit better in, in 2020. We sort of made it a goal for ourselves to, to be more consistent in uploading. But it's been a little bit, not one of our longest breaks, but it's it's been a little we bit. We fucked it all up. Well, let, let me get there, because... Yeah, yeah. Um, as, I still think
1: that three or four months before fucking it up is a new record for us. So that's true.
0: A, yeah, it's that's true. It's true.
2: Little victories. Little victories. It was a good run while it lasted.
0: <laughs> it was a good run, but we're, we're getting back to it. But um, I we, even, you know, we, we were a little bit late on an episode. And then, as I'm sure a lot of you listening to this podcast might have heard, uh, there was a lot of drama and unfortunate terrible news in the community and i don't think any of us thought it was appropriate to record right after um that happened so i don't want to get into the details because i don't think this podcast is necessarily it's it's not a place where we're going to discuss drama and things like that but um for those who didn't see on twitter uh we we have removed the episodes featuring mangs on our podcast we came to the agreement that we thought that would be the best thing going forward, just to show that we, we don't stand with uh, some of the actions that he's taken and some of the things that he's done. And apart from all that, we, we came up with the idea, which is something that will hopefully be very positive, in that we are in the midst of planning a charity stream, where we are going to be streaming for an indetermined <laughs> amount of hours, and 100% of the donations will be given to charity. Uh, supporting sexual assault survivors. We're still in the early planning stages, so we don't have anything to announce other than we're looking for October right now because we want to spend as, as much time as we can doing this right and, and hopefully making some sort of difference uh, in the in the community with the little bit of the, the platform that we have. But definitely keep that in mind. I think it'll be something that everyone should be excited for. And hopefully we'll get some fun guests and everything like like we do as usual. So... Unless you guys have anything else to say, that's all I really want to say on the, the topic.
1: I think we can probably say, right, that we're in the process of partnering with the uh cosplayer support network, the CSSN.
0: Yes, that's that's the number one charity that we're we're looking at right now. Again, we haven't made any, you know, yeah, not, commitments no or anything like that.
1: that. We've been talking with them.
0: hmm Yeah, but if if you guys wanna keep updated on the charity stuff, uh Definitely, either join our Discord, which is always in the, the link to the episode, and, and also uh, look at our Twitter. Just because I'm trying to keep things updated while not just overflowing the feed, because I don't want to give any, anybody false promises. And things are are still changing right now. Um, but hopefully, like I said, hopefully I think it'll be something to to look forward to, and and a time that we can, you know, make make some positive change out of uh, a terrible situation that. Generally, you know, the abuser gets the the focus instead of the victim.
2: I'd also uh, encourage listeners to either through the EmblemCast Twitter or on the Discord to hit us up if you have suggestions or At, or if you'd like to be a holiday, part of it. Yeah, or, absolutely. Or, you know, any anything you want to contribute to the charity stream or ideas, anything like that, feel free to hit us up on Twitter or the Discord.
0: Mm-hmm. Right. So that that's why we've i mean that's the main reason really why we've we've taken a bit of a a break recently uh and again that's that's all we're gonna say on it for now because this is not fucking keemstar alert (laughs) it's not it's not about us um but yeah it it just didn't feel right to any of us uh for it to go completely unsaid like nothing happened because obviously something did happen um Anyway, fire emblem. <laughs> anyway. Ooh. segue.
3: This is why we didn't
4: want to do it, because it's hard to jump from that to yo, how's your F draft going? So, yeah. we, gotta bring, <laughs> you know, we gotta bring the energy back up. We can't just be like, What yeah. the fuck is up, fam? You're know, like, <laughs> We can't really just, just can't mm-hmm. really do that. Either way. No. So with
1: all that said, yo, how's your F draft going? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, to be honest, I haven't played much at all lately. Uh, wow, Sheffin no one's from, shocked by that one. Yeah, Sheffin, from what we've learned, another shocker, has finished both routes already. <laughs> yes.
4: Yeah. Who could have seen it coming? Mm-hmm. Truly out of nowhere.
2: Yeah. Truly unbecoming. Truly of out of nowhere. <laughs> but I've,
4: played,
0: I've played more than I have in the past because I am most of the way done through the F oh. route. Which is...
4: Which is a lot of progress for you. Like, yeah. you know, credit where it's due. You're, like, over halfway through the game at, like, the two-month mark, and that's a lot. It's true. It's a you lot to of you. That is 25%.
5: It's like you. Map, you know,
4: <laughs> and you've done it,
1: so, you know.
0: It's true. Doing the ghost ship with, um, God, what were my units? I think it was Ephraim, Colm, and Mulder were the only units
4: I had. Oh, for the- oh man. Jesus.
0: Rough. Maybe I had one more. I don't even remember that my team. I mean,
4: I there. think you would have had like Amelia, one, Amelia free, right? I, I didn't
0: have Amelia because I. Oh, I, I had. We got our, I got you. Yeah. One. yeah oh yeah, no, right. I and... have both.
4: That's right. It's you and that was free. Never mind. Yeah. I take back what I said.
0: Oh, and, Ta- and Tana. Tana's the one I was forgetting. Can't forget. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. No, she...
4: That was a bad one to forget.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's like an actual good unit. I, I've been playing Erica Root because my team is both awful and very Erica focused. <laughs> so <laughs> like ghost I'm ship gonna, looking for you. Oh, it's gonna be so rough. That's why I did Erica first. <laughs> it's be so brutal. I mean, Namie is legitimately one of the best units on my team. That's where I'm at. That's, yeah, that's <laughs> rough. It is really rough. <laughs> Your best like, units
4: is a it's sniper.
1: Fine, at the so like it's kind of novel to play it with any challenge.
5: Mm-hmm. But
1: my team is pretty appallingly awful. <laughs> you hate to see it. Yep. Yeah.
0: Any, any? Do you guys have anything else to say about Sacred Stones? Honestly, it's not very fresh in my mind. Other than that, we can just move yeah, on. To I, the, uh, I know. The I have
1: <laughs> How dare you? It's okay. We won't
0: tell them. We won't tell well, them. Another
1: them. announcement, right? Something that's been happening in your life. Yeah.
2: Me? I mean, this also relates oh, yeah. to another thing that that will pop up later, but I got a little puppy who's now three months old. Oh, yes, dude. So lot the of The Time has uh, been dedicated to keeping him alive.
4: it's a worthy cause that's true oh also darren
0: we should shout out because i don't remember if we've done it on this show or not but uh darren has revamped the the gaming pilgrimage podcast uh and in his youtube channel um and you can find an episode with me already on there where we covered uh metal gear solid one thank you keegan (laughs) metal gear solid one um (laughs) You did, who did you do, did you do it with Andy? Yeah, um, I brought Ace in Combat. Andy of you yep. know,
2: the, my YouTube channel's uh, Sacred Stones playthrough fame. We talked about Ace Combat 7 for game number two. Right. And, then and uh, have you announced
0: the
3: third game? I yet? did at or the
2: no? end of Ace, the Ace Combat 7 episode, but the next episode will be Devin and I discussing Chrono Trigger, which yeah, will be so... happening later this month.
0: Mm-hmm. So Ooh. definitely definitely follow follow Darren on social media and everything or or us cuz I'll definitely tweet about it uh, if if you guys want to want to check into that um because one one reason i mean Darren is doing this outside of this show obviously but one reason that i've been really excited to to help Darren with it um is just because we're you know with this new year we're trying to make the show a little bit more firearm focused and it gives gives us an outlet to talk about things other than the one video game franchise <laughs>
2: the show although the black so, thing yeah. is always uh, a topic it's always welcome on that's all well, podcasts or that's over on the
4: Pilgrimage
0: or joshua team edgelord you know there, there's a couple of things that yeah. that
5: that's, do that's carry acceptable
0: up. crossover
4: consistent yeah. features in both
0: mm-hmm, for sure
4: definitely
0: anyway uh so the topic for this episode we i don't think i mentioned this yet but we're, we're thinking just you know with with everything that's been going on and in, in particular because i don't think any of us have a lot to say about the series right now uh, th- this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, which I'm sure will disappoint some of you guys. But we'll we'll be back with a FE8 focused full Fire Emblem episode soon. But um, it's it's approximately I don't even remember the day it came out to be honest. But it was, it's ju-
3: from, it was like July 26th. Yeah, yeah it
0: was 26th. 26th. That's right. It's approximately a year uh, from Fire Emblem Three Houses launch on the Switch. So we were thinking of just talking about our thoughts on the game uh, a year later as well as sort of what we think or what we hope for for the future because we're kind of at that time now where it's it's excuse me it's been a year like i said since three houses came out and obviously with the trajectory of the series and in the the consistency we've seen it in fireman releases there's no way that a game or maybe two games are not in development right now so
3: but we're also in for the long speculation
0: haul. Era. Yeah, we're in for the long haul, most likely. We'll see. So,
1: on that subject, I'm going to start with a story that is going to sound unrelated at first, but then it'll make sense very quickly. Okay. So, a few years ago, I played The Walking Dead, uh, the Telltale game. <laughs> and you go through it, you make choices, and it seems really impactful and interesting, and you look at stuff happening. And I got to the end, and I thought, oh my god, I really want to see what happens when I go back and make different choices. And then I did that. And it was the same fucking game. Um, So pivoting that over to Fire Emblem Three Houses,
4: (laughs) (laughs) I feel the shade already. (laughs) Oh man!
1: Now the different routes are different. They have different maps. Like Golden Deer and Silver Snow are pretty much the same, but the other ones are like legitimately different. That is true. But just because the maps are different, the overall experience is not just the maps. It also includes all the monastery stuff, and that stuff is basically identical.
0: Identical, yeah. Yeah. And
1: honestly, like, the monastery was starting to get old and repetitive within the first playthrough towards the second half. Oh, yeah. And it really, it's a shame, because it really makes Three Houses a chore to replay. But the maps are different, the story is different. There is value to be had in replaying it, but it is vastly overshadowed by the repetitive content.
0: Right, I mean, but let's, you know, give credit where credit's due, uh, the... The wonderful fishing mini game that I know Chefin is, is, is a big
4: fan of. <laughs> oh man! So, uh, so on the topic of fishing, how many hours of your life would you say you've dedicated to Three Houses yeah. fishing?
3: Just to just to three hour, three houses yeah. fishing? Yeah, yeah just not, not, houses not to the, the game,
0: game, but to fishing specifically.
4: Yeah, yeah. Well,
3: it's it's gotta be what an hour an hour an, hour, an, hour, an hour, It's gotta be like two hours per run, and I've done.
1: So that's like eighty hours, right?
3: Yeah, well, no, yeah. <laughs> how, much 50, the it. uh, how much do you hate the fishing? 50 hours thinking about it. 50 hours. How much do you hate the fishing? I mean, if I got a podcast to listen to, then it's like whatever. But <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> just doing the fishing in silence is probably brutal. Yeah, yeah. Wait, I I up using the music to time
1: it. That's what I always did.
3: Well, it's it's just like I I I go until I run out of bait or the podcast or whatever podcasts I'm listening to end, and then it's like all right, whatever, I'll I'll live. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'll live after like over an hour and a half of fishing. I'll Pretty be much. okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess the monastery. I had a very. Shin Megami Tensei Five: Strange Journey uh, with it, because initially on the E3 trailers, I was just kind of groaning. I was like, oh, it's gonna be my castle again. And then I played right. it, and in part one, it was like I was into it. It was interesting, it was like reflective of the gameplay mechanics. When I got bored, I could just jump to the next map pretty easily.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: Like, I was down. And then it just kept being the same thing and the same thing. And then I started my Golden Deer run. I started with Crimson Flower. Then I jumped to my Golden Deer run. And part one was just kind of painful. Like, the, the uh, monastery content, it's not even bad, but there's, like, enough there to keep you entertained for, like, t- maybe two-thirds yeah. of the playthrough.
2: You know, uh, it's, it's, I want to bring this up, that, because uh, yeah. I didn't pick up the game at launch, and I heard right. a lot of the buzz about, like, the character supports and how the monastery worked, and I was under the impression back in, uh, I believe it was November, when I first played Three Houses, that... Basically, I knew there was a time skip, and my impression was I had to do all the monastery stuff in part one before the time skip to prep for part two. So it was like it was almost yeah. like a, like a test, right? And part one is me building all my classes, all my supports, all the students, all the relationships. Because part two, that's all going to be gone. It's going to be go go go. And yes. in part yeah. two it really slows down the pace of the game because so you have all these important oh, yeah. battles and it's like, but we're going to chill out here for a month. For a month, yeah. yeah. It's like, there are a couple um. things
4: that you
1: do have to do in part one, um, like recruiting all the characters you want from the other houses and some of the supports, but that's it. That's the yeah. only stuff that you can...
4: Uh, I think the some of the problem that comes with the monastery is the fact that there's eventually just not enough to do that isn't just tedious busy work. And it's exacerbated by the fact that you're constantly gaining more points. So you have so many mm-hmm. more points to spend on just the yes. constant tedious work. And then by the time you get to part two, you're just like, I'm so sick of this. I'm done. I just want to get and play the game. But you still have to do some of the busy, tedious work. And it just That's feeds into scary.
1: itself. Playthroughs can feel so tedious. because mo- I mean, I don't know. I would imagine most people jumping into a second playthrough are going to do it on New Game Plus. That's certainly what I did. But then right. you have... Professor rank, so you have like what, like eight activity points or whatever it is. Damn. So even part one, you're just spending all this time there.
4: Yeah, it's I think the problem, I think if they had more stuff to do at least by part two, just like a few other activities you could dump points into, I think it would make the transition to act two a lot better for the monastery. Hmm. I was talking but about... It's just the part. same thing, but like a few years later. Way back when it first came out, we were saying
1: that instead of the monastery in Part 2, it should have been a base camp, like yeah. in of Dawn. Yeah, I was like, going to mention that. smaller, you could have vastly cut down on the busy work, and it would have helped the story a lot, because instead of awkwardly trekking back to the monastery every month, you could have your army move around in sensical ways.
4: Yeah, and you could still have like an open map that you can explore, but it would just yeah. be more restricted and different. It would be a change of pace... Yeah. A new coat of paint that would make it just that much less tedious to do, and you could have like
1: one or two chapters where you go back to the monastery, but then it would feel impactful rather than tedious,
4: right? Because it, it would, would be make scary. the it, it would make it more important, yeah, f- gameplay wise, and make it potentially more important story wise too, depending on how you put it in and implemented it.
1: Like all three of the routes, Edelgard, like you know, takes over most of the continent, and it's like fucking everything up. And everyone else sits on their hands until bio comes back, which is... Basically. Whole thing. But just sidestepping that for now, wouldn't it make so much more sense if she were occupying the monastery until you took it back? Like, why wasn't that what they did? That's kind of baffling.
4: Yeah, they just kind of took it over, and then in every route except Crimson Flower, they abandoned it. <laughs> yeah. And in Crimson Flower, they stayed there because, like, oh, well, we gotta be here because yeah. it's the monastery. Like it's I silly.
1: We at first, and I was like yeah, this makes sense. They, like, fought hard to take it over, and then continued to use mm. it as a seat
4: of power. And then I played Golden Deer, and it was like, um, that's weird. Why are they not here? This <laughs> yeah. is, like, I mean, strategically, it's, like, it's, like, in mountains or something, isn't it? And it's, like, centrally located. Like, how on earth would you not want to station yeah, your army there?
5: It's
1: justify its utility as a fortress and a strategic plan? Yeah, because they, they so harp tough.
4: on that so much at the last, the, like, right before the the, um, for the time skip in that last chapter where you fight in the monastery, they make a big deal about it, like cause it's like it's one of the first times it's seen combat, and it's, yeah. and then they just are like, oh, cool, we have it, now we just leave it alone, unless See, Violet was our teacher. Like,
1: in feudalism, if you look at this, when the front pushes way past a valuable castle, you don't just leave it abandoned. You might no. leave a skeleton guard there, you know, like, if Edelgard had left, like, a tiny crew that you just, like, took over, instead of those thieves or whatever i'd be fine with that but that it's just abandoned is like baffling and weird and it impacts both the gameplay and the story greatly for the negative
3: well in blue lions i'm pretty sure they did actually leave like some people there but just dimitri just kind of murdered everyone <laughs>
1: oh okay well that's fair then it's, I, it's, I- it's,
3: gold, it's golden deer and silver snow where it's like huh they just yeet eat themselves just, just go yeah, they
4: do, yeah they just go and then they're gone
0: yeah, another uh, thing that bothers me about that is is um, just that, that sort of section of the game is sort of how the time skip is handled. Because obviously, I mean, we've seen time skips now in two games, if you want to yeah, count. Yeah, why? You
1: not I lived in the Shadow Realm with Sothis for five years. Yeah. I, come out of that, the hilarious thing is that it is copied literally beat for beat from fucking sonic forces of all games <laughs> <laughs> the shadow realm and it's like this big deal like oh my god you're trapped yeah. how are you gonna come out and then there's a cutscene, and then you immediately come out with no gameplay <laughs> like and
0: decades. you look identical
1: yeah it's
0: you were just crazy. like floating in a river for five years or something like that i i don't know it's I mean, it's yeah. very strange you fall it's-
2: off a cliff and I then remember then, like, in Crimson Flower being super confused. I'm like, wait, how much time yeah. has passed? Yeah. What even <laughs> happened? <laughs> there was no cutscene. I couldn't tell what happened. Yeah.
0: I, I, I mean, just don't understand why makes they a lot of that of was necessary.
1: At least you have that cutscene, but it still doesn't make a lot of sense.
0: Well, but just from a storytelling perspective, it's like, I, there, it's fine to do time skip. It's a, it's a thing in the series. It's a very common thing in, in Japanese media in particular. You know, lots of anime. Have have time skips and things like that, yeah. but like, you know, in in one piece when there's the time skip, Luffy doesn't go into a coma for five <laughs> years. They're just like, okay, a <laughs> few years have passed now, stuff has happened, <laughs> but it's not critical to the narrative. Like, Byleth could have just been, you know, going around helping Edelgard do stuff for five years. I, I don't understand. And then they have that whole pokey thing where it's like, guys, it. From five years from now, we're all going to meet up from the monastery and, and reminisce about our dreams together. And no then,
4: matter what, even if this place what, is ravaged by war.
0: Yeah, and it just so happens, you know, you go there and <laughs> crazy old Dimitri's <laughs> sitting there. <laughs>
5: like it's, it's- yeah. It's
1: so—it's right. like when the cop is like, oh my god, it's my last day on the force before retirement. I sure hope I don't die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, it seems so A obvious little... that it's almost as if it's aware of the genre conventions, but then it doesn't yeah. do anything with them, so then you sort of think it isn't. It's just weird either way.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know. It's, what, it's just really baffling to me that they both wrote the Banished to the Shadow Realm for an indefinite amount of time plot and the five-year time skip plot and it didn't for a second <laughs> occur to them that those might be a good way to kill two birds with one yeah. stone. Yeah, don't
0: true, it sort of bothers years. me. <laughs> the other thing that sort of bothers me that I, I don't really see that much attention towards, I, I see more attention towards um, Silver Snow and golden deer i don't remember what the actual name of it is verdant wind. Wind. Verdant, wind. And verdant wind uh being essentially the same path you know a lot of people have issue with that which is understandable but the, the other thing that bothers me is how part one of the game is literally identical besides just different characters speaking in, in cutscenes. um I don't know. I, I would have, you know, besides one or two moments, like, you know, going at Edelgard's coronation or whatever you want to call it at, at that moment with her, if you choose to go on Crimson Flowers, I would have liked to see a little bit more variety gameplay wise and everything uh, between yeah. the different houses, because you have to make that choice so early on, obviously, just changing the maps up or the objectives up a, a little bit. I don't think...
5: Yeah, because well, I mean, I, mean I, guess percent,
3: like, I guess the way they were looking at it was the var- the variety and difference comes in the different
0: how different the, all the houses are. I mean, the that's area. the way they were selling it. I think the way they were looking that's at it is that'd silly. be a cool thing but to then, do. We especially have so in this
1: game so in particular, units are more similar to each other than they ever have been before. So having uh-huh. a different team yeah. doesn't drastically shake up the gameplay the way it might in a different game. Right.
3: Oh, well, for the early, for the early, early game, Freddy, and no, early, mid, early game, and early mid game, which is all of part one, basically. Yeah, it, it, well, it, it does impact
1: if you're like, playing that's... on harder difficulty modes. It definitely makes a big difference. But on the more, like, if you're just on hard, it doesn't like you find what the best two units are and then use them a lot, and then everyone else kind of trails behind. Like, like every other Fire Emblem game. I'm mm-hmm. not pretending that's not true for like every single other one, but. It especially means that the maps being the same makes the whole experience feel very similar across playthroughs. Has
2: anyone else here played Tactics Ogre Let Us Cling Together for the PSP? I have not. It has a system (laughs) in it called the World Tarot where at various points in the game you make key decisions that put you on one of three routes. That Mm -hmm. all have, they all have like pretty dramatically different uh, missions, characters, and story beats. And after you clear a route, you can access the world tarot, which lets you transport back with your current party and crew and all your gear and levels. And Mm -hmm. you can go experience the story, and they scale up the enemies to be closer to your level. That's how interesting. interesting. And it feels like there's a missed opportunity to do something similar here, especially to cut out the tedium. Like to have a system where you could just basically jump around to key battles or at least be able to... Some mode that lets you skip through the the monastery chapters or just... Yeah, that would be nice.
1: It's funny because if you play Dimitri's route first, all of the part one chapters seem like they're about your units. And it seems like really That's, specifically and, tailored. And, and I did
0: play Dimitri's route first, which is why. And I'm then like, if
1: you play a different one, it's like, wait, why are we still doing all these missions about Dimitri's people?
0: Yeah. <laughs> it, it really does kind of seem, and, and people have said this, which is sort of funny because I think Dimitri's, Blue Lines, I guess, is probably the least. Not counting Silver Snow, <laughs> probably the least popular of the routes, just because I think Claude and Edelgard are more popular than Dimitri. I mean, um, you
1: pick the route before you really know what it's about, for most no, people. I, I, you just no, feel I like I, I know, I know, yeah. Claude looks cool, Edelgard looks cool, Dimitri looks least cool. Yeah, so, like,
0: he's the best. Noodle hire. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, because insane, like, wolf fuckboy Dimitri doesn't come until the time skip, so you don't see any of that.
0: Okay, but. <laughs> Good boy, prep, preppy Dimitri is also. also
3: Noodle haired. <laughs> Noodle haired,
0: yeah. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? It, it does sort of seem like Dimitri's route was kind of originally intended as the sort of true route, I guess. I, I don't know. It's
1: definitely mean. the most standard Fire Emblem as far as plot.
0: Yeah. For it the
1: definitely most
2: part. wasn't Edelgard's route. Yeah. No, no later. Edelgard,
1: I feel like. It's weird because this game has so much content, but it feels so very rushed at the same time. Like, you've got sort of two and a half routes that they made. Like, you've got Dimitri's route, which is its own thing. You've got Silver Snow Golden Deer, which is its own thing, but they're the same as each other in a very obvious and clumsy way. And then you have Edelgard, which is its own thing, but it's half as long as the rest of them and incredibly rushed. I sort of wonder if they only made Crimson Flower when they saw how much people liked Edelgard at E3. Because, like, that shit was clearly tacked on at the end.
4: So I was thinking about, kinda, thinking I'm
0: about sure if She, she was off- sort of presented, like, before we knew it was three houses and, and whatever. She was, like, one of the yeah. first characters that we were aware of. And about. yet
1: her route was clearly, like, rushed and done last. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't imagine any other way that that would have happened. Because, though,
0: when you, though,
3: I guess, sort of thinking about it in terms of replay value, it's sort of an after the fact thing. The fact that it's shorter actually ends up being. Uh, in favor of Edelgard, yeah, true. true. better off because there's no, there's there no, there's no hunting daybreak, two. and there's no four extra chapters of just bumming around the monastery. Yeah, yeah. So yeah that, the yeah. shortened length actually like yeah, makes like so easily yeah, yeah, the best route to just like go back and replay just for, yeah. Replay it just cuts out a lot
4: of the fluff because mm-hmm. just lo- narratively they have there's less to do. I think that's probably a part of it anyway, or at least it's, it's the excuse like, they've used.
1: If I wanted to just fire up three houses and play a root today, a year later, it would definitely be Crimson Flower, because it's got that succinctness. It's comparatively compact. And honestly, even the last couple chapters of there start to drag in the monastery. So like another four.
4: Oh yeah. <laughs> Whew.
3: Yeah, so I, I guess I guess they were playing the long gone there.
4: Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I think, unless anyone has more to say about Three Houses specifically, I think maybe we can transition this into thinking about what lessons we can take from that to look at Fire Emblem moving forward.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think we should do that because I think other stuff, gameplay wise and wherever, we've, we've talked about enough on this, yeah. this show at this point. And I don't well, know. And I... Well,
1: like eventually we'll do a retrospective on it and yeah. cover it in much more, more detail. Oh, God,
0: and... fucking 50 years. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Yeah, well, Huster, okay. I think you nailed the uh, you hit the nail on the head there with the Walking Dead uh, yeah. story. Because, you know, the next <laughs> Fire Emblem game, clearly everyone just likes all the social stuff. So just make it a right. series of just make it a, vis- a borderline like, you know, 3D visual novel with all your characters doing support stuff and then just take out the uh, strategy gameplay. It's what they want to make. Nintendo is too many RPG series, Avatar stuff right? is
1: not Is not what I'm there for with Fire Emblem. But they keep building it up. So at this point, they might as well do it right, at least. Like, instead of a bunch of fake choices and, like, just for your own sake, dialogue. Like, if you want to do a real branching story, I guess you could do that. I don't really trust IS to do that well. But, like, I'd rather they try it than keep doing the sort of same half-assed avatar, everyone loves you, but you don't have any actual
0: agency kind of approach. Mm Mm-hmm. I I got it, I, but because I see what you're saying, Darren, and, and intelligent systems has given us similar things like that. So you know we have we've got Paper Mario, right, and we've got uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a little fucking clay Plato Zelda with the Links Awakening remake. So why not have uh, Warhammer 40k style figurine figurine? Think uh, of the merch, fire emblem. Think of the merch. You can make a, a table. Oh my god, guys! Wow, all the rage. Fire, emblem fire
4: emblem amiibo festival.
0: Oh, oh my
4: god. There you go. We have enough of them now thanks to Smash. There yeah. there are a
2: lot of Fire Emblem.
4: How is
1: it? How lot. is it that I'm a huge Fire Emblem fan and yet I still feel like the
2: representation in Smash sucks? <laughs> it's whatever. Cuz it does, but because half of them are the same yeah. person. Yeah. yeah. And none of them are the Black Knight. <laughs>
1: like I mean, he's he the series, movie. Series, movie. He's yeah. very yeah. million yeah. characters.
2: <laughs> So many of them are
1: interesting. Even if you only limit yourself to the popular characters, there's still a lot of interesting ones. And yet we have fucking six Marths.
3: <laughs> but all, all of them are popular. That's the thing. <laughs>
0: there there's some crazy uh, theories going around that Edelgard might be a DLC character. Just because. Oh still- my Edelgard god!
4: Edelgard should have just please. fucking been in instead of Byleth. Yeah. Like, whatever. Ugh, I yeah. get I okay. get why they did Bilith. Didn't want to like. Lean towards a specific house, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I I pray to God that there's some sort of madman at Nintendo or working on Smash that's just that just puts just throw another one on there at the end of the next. I house. mean, like I want to just enjoy the chaos. Honestly, the chaos. Explosion. If it were Edelgard, yeah. I would love it because it would be great, and the salt would be insane. Yeah. the insult. The salt would make Byleth look, Byleth's look release look reasonable, and I'm all for it. <laughs> yes. <Yeah. laughs>
3: Yeah, I'm. I'm at. I'm at the point where it's like, if, if the smash, if the smash speculation isn't like something crazy like Goku or Darth Vader or Master Chief, then it's like, fuck it. I just want to see like some interesting shit happen. Yeah,
4: I mean, I just want to see them off, blow up when they're wrong. Basically, uh, at this yeah. point. <laughs> and unfortunately, fire Emblem was the easiest way to make a Smash player angry. Yeah.
3: Anyway, so back, so back to Three Houses and sort of. I think the serious answer,
2: the serious answer, instead of the rye, just making a dating sim or just making a visual novel. I will. I will say. I think. I think they should take the character writing because I think that's probably yeah. That was that's it's absolutely absolutely it's what they
4: absolutely nailed in Three Houses, and I think regardless of what they do, they need to carry that level of quality forward because I think that carried Three Houses a lot for a lot of people. And lets them write off a lot more of the iffy to questionable things that this game does. Because so much of the cast is likable.
1: If you'll forgive another very bizarre analogy. I've been playing the Mass Effect series recently, like for the first time. (laughs) And Mass Effect 2 and 3, the main plot is fucking gonzo bullshit. Nothing makes any sense. But the character writing is so good that you can completely forget about it. And then at the end of Mass Effect 3, they take away all the characters. And you're left with the main plot that doesn't make any sense. And it's awful. So yeah. I think that's what Fire Emblem should focus on. They know
4: how to write characters. Just, just cut that part yeah. of the ending off. Ignore that. Like, Ignore if that. you
1: want to just do a rote, like, oh no, the prince was banished from his kingdom and has to take it back. I don't even care, as long as you nail the character writing. I
0: think I th- they're better think off it, doing is that, that. that. Is that not what Echoes was?
3: Yeah, uh, and people uh,
1: love the, the writing in Echoes until it like, uh, shit the bed at the end.
3: Well, Which I mean, it did, the, shit, but... the shit that happens at the end is kind of undermines literally everything
0: that came that Are you talking yeah. about the Chapter 6 or whatever? In, no, in not, no, that, no, not even. The, uh,
3: the stuff with the is fine. It's, it's more of Celica's actions yeah. and also, in four and also five. all oh, being right, like right, right. super chosen one levels, yeah. like nearing yeah. core and chosen No, they one fucked levels. up Echoes.
1: But the first like two or three chapters of Echoes were amazing. Like if, you, if I could just take those alone, it would be like the best written Fire Emblem game you know and they need to a lot on the
2: characters that's a, yeah. a big part and of those strain. characters
1: were fucking 16 pixel nes sprites with one line of dialogue and I they blew say, them up to the thing some of them yeah. don't
2: even have dialogue i'm yeah. sure yeah.
1: yeah. i'm no, no, they,
3: all, they all have dialogue in the original
1: yeah but it's like hi i'm
4: luke and then he joins your team yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. take what you can get
4: it's it's yeah. dialogue as in there's words associated to their character but mm-hmm. not like character development
0: true yeah
3: i will i will say something uh sort of something that i sort of come around on is sort of in terms of going forward the monastery i think it's sort of going against what i said in a previous podcast episode i think it could actually work in f in an fe4 remake if you do yeah. if, it, if it's done just at oh, the start. like
1: the home Cause, castle yeah because
3: yeah. I, I i was i was replaying yeah. fe4 and streaming it for a friend and he sort of pointed out like at the start of every chapter you sort of just Boom around is the arena like for the about like an hour to an yeah, hour and a half. all
2: the prep in FE four is like literally spend an hour to two hours like yes. messing around. And the maps are so the, the ratio
1: chapter. of gameplay to monastery is much better than in three. Yeah, because then you'd have mm-hmm. you'd only
3: have ten chapters, and then yeah. also sort of so something that I thought about as I was replaying FE five is when you get to uh the generation two, then in like sort of the sort of home castle monastery type thing, if you in a remake. Then you could have like, you know, the substitute substitute kids just be bumming around the monastery if you don't if you didn't recruit if you didn't recruit them. Or more sort of also more importantly, is like sort of like sort of critical F E five characters like Augustus, for example.
0: True. He's entirely
3: he's entirely critical to Leaf's character arc and story and plot and everything. But in Four No mention of it all. But if F E four remake he he could be there in the monastery, or, you know. Yeah, even like- I think
1: that could be a great balance. Like, because yeah. if you add if you add all of the characters from FE5 to FE4 when Leaf joins, and you just suddenly have like twenty more characters and units that you can use, that would be kind of a mess. <laughs> but if like the important ones are bumming around as NPCs that you can talk to that joined with Leaf's army, that makes sense. It adds some nice integration, and it doesn't completely destroy the balance of the game
3: yeah sort of, as I was sort of thinking about it, like even you could even like cut it down like pretty to sort of very bare bones where it's you uh, you get Augustus and Ival for their sort of plot stuff and connection to the story. Then you'd get Marita for basically being the sister to Nana and Leaf, and then you would get Owen and Alfred for their connections to uh, Arthur and and teeny. And then you can pretty much be good from there, aside from uh, maybe like Sarah, and be like, I that, would that's... be
1: good to add to any FE4 anyway, because Bridget's character arc just kind of hits a brick wall and abruptly
3: doesn't." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that, that's why, yeah, that's that's why that's why be, like <laughs> yeah. like if, if you get as few as possible, if nothing else, just get
4: Augustus and Ival Yeah, like that alone would be enough. Yeah. Like most of well, the first generation, you can just kind
1: of assume that they died until you find out in FE5 that many of them didn't or didn't immediately. So, like it doesn't it doesn't break the game or anything to have it as it is. But since we have FE5 there with all of this plot and character work, it might as well be integrated at all. Sure, yeah. So and I, was, I, I, I love with the that. three houses. I mean, it's not exactly the same, but it pretty much took back FE4's weapon repair system. And I've been saying, I mean, if you've listened to this podcast for a long time, you know that I've been saying that Fire Emblem should pick that system back up, like, since 2015. <laughs> so <laughs> and that is really great Straight to see. Off. And I would, I would love it if future games continued to use and iterate on that system.
0: hmm So I guess with all that, I mean, is that what you guys would like to see? Uh... The most for, for the next game that, that we see on the franchise, an FE4 remake? I just think yeah,
3: that... FE4 remake, that's all I want. Yeah, yeah for an F- that yeah, would be great. FE4 yeah. remake
4: would be sick. If we're going to remake anything, I really think FE4 should be up. Yeah. I mean, the I think we'll do FE6 is, next because
1: Roy has name recognition and. Yeah,
4: later. I mean, they probably will, but like, so I, I would really. It, it
1: really doesn't yeah. need it as much. No. FE6 yeah, no. is perfectly playable now. Like, I know we just I spent a whole podcast agree. talking about how it's frustrating. And it could definitely use iteration, but it's not like FE4 is fucking really hard to get into for most people.
0: Yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I think FE4 is more likely than FE6 at this point, especially after. Well, more, well no, Devin, the there's like interviews saying,
1: like, from they, people they, they, at IS talking
2: about, about how they want to do FE6 next. You also keep in think, mind I, for I, I a Western really fan base, the first Fire Emblem game we ever got had all that big epilogue where. Oh a sure. A lot of yeah. people who aren't savvy to ROMs and fan translations don't really know about Roy.
0: Right.
2: To be There's fair, not much to know, sadly. But... No, I
3: mean, but... to be fair also, like if someone if someone's played like the in sort of the original uh, or F, played F E seven within that sort Gens of time, Chances are right, good
2: that they know and... about the English mm-hmm. translations or but, but I'm just but saying how
3: many of them are still wondering that like
2: what happened this day yeah. like, what was oh. that whole line about why did you wake up a demon dragon Zephyr? what's gonna happen <laughs> <laughs> when are so, they gonna make the just sequel just, already I'm, I'm, just, I'm just picturing someone waking up in the middle of the night with a cold sweat <laughs> just like what happens to Zephyr, why you
4: <laughs> it's been
1: 20 I years was, where's my sequel I would love it if they remade FE6 after FE4, and I would especially love it if when they did that, they gave Roy a character. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because uh, I think I he could like... really benefit from one. Yeah. It would make the game a lot yeah. more engaging.
0: I agree, but uh, to an extent, because they should clearly make FE5 after FE4. For uh, sure. Um, but how do you for the. That's true. Uh, that's a very good point. But maybe, you need to bring maybe make it so it there's all.
2: always a chance you can miss. Maybe oh can wait, really I just,
0: miss. I just, I just remembered. How do you remake perfection, uh, Darren? You've played the Final Fantasy Seven remake, please. I actually
4: haven't. Uh, you know I'll... what, Xavier for Smash. No god. <laughs> True, yeah. Xavier. Only, for Smash. only if he has the worst possible. What I, what
0: I was going to say is that um, <laughs> the the idealist in me, the the optimist in me, would like to see. A new brand new game with interesting systems and, and everything like that uh for the newest game but i, I don't know i don't want to say i don't like three houses because i don't i don't dislike three houses but it it definitely did let still let me down in a lot of ways so i, I it seems like it didn't for most people so i think sort of I the real estate things...
2: with the way think... they've been writing their stories and characters there's been mm-hmm. kind of a trend and I think at least the story well, that's for sure. Is true. Yeah. Like, you know, since Awakening, since Fates and now Three Houses, there's a bit of a trend with how the stories aren't necessarily all there. And I think Three Houses <laughs> yeah. is probably the most, pardon the pun, emblematic of the uh, <laughs> issues uh-huh. that yeah. go on in the development, especially in terms of being rushed. And Yes. Uh, I think. If they really want to get back to their I, like, I th- I think that they should just do what what Husser was saying that they should really just make a character driven story because that's what pie that's what pushes these games forward. It's always been yeah. about the characters, your favorite units, and maybe they I mean need that's to, what separated Fire Emblem something...
1: from Famicom Wars back in nineteen ninety one. Like that's literally of what course. the series was yeah. built on. Yes. Maybe
2: I, I'm thinking maybe they need to do like they need to like get rid of the whole linear format and go for something a bit different maybe maybe start like wipe the board clean like keep you know the the core ideas of turn-based combat but maybe from like a framing narrative perspective they need to look at a different way of going about it which they kind of do with three houses but i'm saying it even further
0: yes
1: i love three houses basically had loyalty missions with the paralogues for the characters and they were kind of awkwardly stacked up to do two at the same time because of development costs, I assume. But if you really focused on a character-driven game, you could really give everyone their own mission. I think that would be a great approach.
2: Has anyone played the Battletech game that came out? No. No. I don't think, think I've heard think of it. I think Mech that. XCOM is based off of, of the Mech. It's like the tabletop. mech xcom yeah, Metcom. Think of it like that. Mexican, the point yeah. The point is, in the story structure is very free form, where there's key story missions that you give you. They basically go, "Hey, the next story mission's ready. When you're ready, go do it." But in between, there's a bunch of like uh, some of it's uh, like auto-generated side content that you can go out and do to get like new mechs or recruit new characters or get access to new weapons. And there's also like uh, like scripted uh, side content that you can access that's all handmade. And maybe something that's more open like that, that more looks at like these paralogs and guidance. And then you have those key story moments, but maybe the game's more about doing the side content to build up your people to go do the the, the pivotal story missions.
0: Mm. Yeah. That's interesting. So I think we've all Cause... come to agreement that, you know... Three Houses is not a perfect game, and it could never be perfect because perfection already exists in the series, and that's Fire Emblem Five: Thracia Seven Seven Six. I'm uh, glad we. I will
1: say this about Three Houses. Recognize that that first playthrough, especially the first half of the first playthrough, there was a magic there that I had not felt in a long time, and that will always remain special to me, even after the first
0: quarter of the yeah, first You know, play to play
2: yeah. the game the Fire those Emblem squads. experiences for that first bit. Yeah. Hmm. I don't
0: know, see, Three three Houses is in this strange middle ground to me, All right, Because you have some of these games with more well-developed plots like Path of Radiance or, or uh, the usual games, uh, and then you have games on the more gameplay-oriented side, where people clown on Fates a ton nowadays, which is understandable because we've talked a million times on this podcast about how, I mean, it's... Ha ha, the fate's story bad. yeah the story story's a dumpster fire and there's nothing that hasn't been said about that but fate's gameplay wise at least to me in particular and, and i think probably for all of us on the podcast just knowing your guys's thoughts in the game fate's as a gameplay experience is, is kind of leagues above <laughs> three houses in a lot of ways uh if you were to ask me right now it might just be because it's fresher you know would you rather go play uh three houses or Conquest I would definitely say Conquest. Yeah. I mean, honest. I
1: don't really have fun with faces just... gameplay systems, but there's a complexity there and there's a strategic level of thinking that is not present in Three
0: Houses.
4: Yeah. Yeah, if, if we're just talking purely gameplay then yeah, I think Conquest would win just because Conquest Gameplay wise, it is honestly one of like a gold standard for the it's series. One it's one of the best obviously.
0: in the series, yeah. I, yeah, I, unquestionably, I think. I would, I would um, even say, like,
3: Birthright is like better than most most Fire Emblem games, even with its problems. It's still, I would, yeah, yeah that's that's understandable understandable I would still put it above many. <laughs> so I many. just
0: th- I think from a gameplay system wise, you know, but not talking about kind of extra modes like My Castle, which obviously has its issues. Uh, that just the, the core Fate system is one of the best pure srpg SR- uh formats that i think we've ever seen in the series obviously there's you know I would have liked to be different and changed and things you could de- debate upon but just the way they sort of took the more freeform style if we want to be nice about it from awakening and <laughs> made it a little bit more strategic and customizable but at the same time limiting options uh to, which kind of make... I don't, is more interesting to me. Um, yeah, it had it face was, rubbing. And they had Those face rubbing. That's feature. true.
4: We could never you forget.
2: You can, yeah, you
4: can't talk about enough about, about the face rubbing. In, in, the
2: new, in the new Fire Emblem game, you do your really good tea party, and then you're like, hey there, girl or guy, let me yep. rub your face real quick.
0: Or and let and me look
2: tonics. at you from different camera angles.
0: And tonics. But that's... What I'm trying to say is Three Houses is in the strange middle ground, because... Plot-wise, it is certainly a step up from uh, Fates. Character-wise, it's leagues above Fates, but um, gameplay-wise, it is it is a step down for me. Yeah,
4: yeah. I, Why do, I mean,
1: if you count Echoes, it's not a step down because
4: God. <laughs> <But>. Sure,
2: sure.
1: <laughs> but yeah, from from mainline. It's Pretty definitely similar to Echo's kind of
2: though complexity. in a
0: lot of ways gameplay-wise.
1: <laughs> I don't map- know. Three mm-hmm. houses maps are not great, but Echo's maps make me want to stab my eyes out. with. Yeah, but, own, it, like but at
0: least Echo's maps are short.
1: Not always.
0: Nah. Not
1: fucking swamp maps.
0: Uh, yeah, I yeah. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know. There I don't want to hear all, these, like, all
2: these all this besmirching of the the dynasty that is Echoes.
0: I agree. You know,
1: I had fun with Gaiden because I could warp skip everything and abuse jank. Echoes had less jank for me to abuse, but the maps still sucked. Like anyway, that that's not Echo's what this is. Echo's good about. game.
0: Echo's good game.
1: Echoes is mostly a good game, Echoes,
0: the is last, e- Echoes the is last game. like fifth is pretty Echoes awesome. Echoes is game. Bold yeah.
4: statement there,
0: chef. Yeah. Anyway, you game. heard it here first. An emblem exclusive.
1: I think we're probably <laughs> ready to move on to the mailbag, right? Yeah. That's I what so. I was
0: getting at. That's what I, I was so. getting at. So we're going to take a short musical break. Uh, chef. And as always, will p- be providing the beautiful compositions that you hear. He plays every instrument on the tracks. Um, you might call him a virtuoso. Some have called him that. Uh,
5: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we'll, I we'll be I posted our
1: outro theme, and I never get any credit. For right, it. but
0: I mean, you know, chef. Is is like chef dip. Yeah, I, I mean, you composed, Jeff but I, I was the one playing it. it. <laughs> right. It,
3: it, it, it takes a lot to play all instruments at the same time. Yes, you know? that's
0: that's true. While well, simultaneously thing only mixing, to mastering, Chef. and producing it, it's very impressive
1: how you reproduce the GBA sound font with your mouth. Yeah, it.
3: It, dude. It, it, I had to go to so <laughs> many vocal classes for that. Yeah.
4: You had to find a very specific trainer to teach well, you. He, how got, to, he
0: had some the GBA. level like human modification you know android (laughs) shit going on to modify his vocal cords but that that's a podcast for another day
1: yeah we'll Um, see you after the break
0: yeah we'll see you after the break And welcome back to EmoCast. I hope you enjoyed Sheffin's wonderful music composition. Uh, it's said that he might be looking at a Grammy this year. So if if those happen, and proud of how far he's come. Current year, yeah. Um, we'll, we'll You're see. going
1: for the EGOT, right, Sheffin? <laughs> I'm
3: I'm, go- I'm going for the tri- triple turkey or whatever it is. hat trick. There we go.
4: Yeah, Patrick. Nice, nice. You know, well, at the very least,
2: I... you should consider opening like a YouTube channel or something, so that way people can get like a better appreciation, for <laughs> <Yeah>. how <laughs> you do this. Mm-hmm. Oh my right. God,
1: and Chef, and you should call it the Gaming Pilgrimage. I hear that one's like up on the market. I yeah. think it is. I think it's up and around right yeah. now. Yeah, yeah. Well, you,
0: you guys remember how Bob Dylan? It, I think it was a year or two ago won the Nobel Peace Prize. Uh, some people have told me Chef might be in the running for that in the yeah, near future. Think, so. Yeah, oh, I mean.
4: I mean, his unique talents, the, the value of them can't be understated.
0: No, that's sure. for sure. That's for sure. And they're certainly underappreciated. But anyway, we're going to quickly go into some mailbag. This is going to be real short because we yeah. posted this. Do you want to start? Day. Are
1: there any iTunes reviews?
0: Oh, I was going to mention. So I checked iTunes and uh, I have not done or there there's not been any new iTunes reviews since the last time I did this a few months ago. Um, I was talking before we started recording about how I want to m- try and Read more iTunes reviews out. So if you guys want to get your review of the show uh, read yeah. out, on air, positive, negative, one star, five star, whatever. Yeah, complain about
1: how we don't talk about Fire enough. We'll still read it.
0: Yes, exactly. you not wrong. several of those. Yeah, <laughs>
5: honestly.
0: Yeah, yeah. Because I think that was the last one. I don't remember if we read it out or just mentioned it, but I, I think that was the last one we talked about. Anyway, <laughs> um, if, if you guys want to want to have your review read out on the show, go to iTunes and review us. You can say whatever you want. You can say you don't think Sheffin deserves the Nobel Peace Prize, and I mean, you're wrong, but we'll still read it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And so, we also,
1: the other the source of our questions for this episode and many others is our Discord server. The link is in the bottom. Right. Um, we have a whole channel just devoted to podcasts, mailbag questions, which you can post whenever. We also uh, alert people when we're about to record so you can get them in just in the nick of time and i think this is probably the most marketable feature of our discord server we have an entire channel uh, that's just called fuck devin oh, God. it's just yeah. it's just devoted yeah. to all your fuck devin needs honestly,
4: yeah honestly you can yeah. come in here just hit fuck devin and leave and like i respect that i mean yeah, yeah. No, that's you can very reasonable.
0: reasonable listen you can come into this discord and you can fuck me anytime you want it's, it's <laughs> careful it's,
1: dev now of all times you want to really be married. true
0: true i kidding joke kidding joke <laughs> Joke unphrasing, not serious. Oh no! Uh, five years. Yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so the first question is from Zurich Monster Hunter. Hello, Zurich, and he says people always ask what is Emblem cast, never how is Emblem cast, and you know I've never read a Discord message that hits so personally. That's not uh, a question, though. It's That's
1: not a question. Observation of other people's
0: and you know what? It's very true. But in all seriousness, though, what is a real world culture you would like to see represented in FE? So this might be a little bit bold, but I think um, uh, medieval style, you know, knights and lords, um, Europe, in particular, would be crazy. <laughs> oh my <to> God. <laughs> wait, I want wait, to, oh, to see if, Japan. Kevin, okay, here's a <laughs> rainquake. Yeah.
1: What if we take, like, feudal Japan, and then mix it with that, like, in two different games that you can buy right. at the same Even time. Even though they were, like, $2. kind $2. of
0: different time periods?
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. Don't worry about that. It's you you know. just like, Japan like is right good, next to each and other. Europe is bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Yeah of course, because the white man and the European, awful people, of course. Yes. Well, yeah, of course. historically. Um, but, anyway... I certainly
1: would like to see um, some Indian influence. There's a lot of really mm. cool stuff that fits Fire Emblem um, from around, like not really the same era, but like close enough for
4: fantasy. Um, yeah, I mean, you
5: don't have of
4: we don't really yeah. care about mm-hmm. that, As we, even but though we, we literally joked about it 60 seconds ago. Yeah. it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, I like
1: obviously, elephant units are like the big obvious one. But there's also really cool stuff that it can apply to maps. Like, there's these amazing temples. um, Like, mountaintops. Like, I I was visiting family there. Wow, like, many years ago. But um, there are these temples in Madras that are, like, right on the seashore. And they're just beautiful and amazing. And having a map there would be so sick. You could Mm -hmm. have, like, the tide come in. Like, in that one path of Radiance map. Like, there's a lot of cool shit that you can do with india and it has not been explored by the series at all i think really. it would open
2: up yep. for a lot of good character design too oh, Yeah, I agree.
0: I agree i think on i know similar... this is still this is still western but excuse me i've yeah. said this on the show before ancient rome i'm an ancient rome buff Give sure, me yeah rome, fire emblem. that'd be dope
1: and neither like both of those are like pretty close to the fire emblem aesthetic it's not like that much of a stretch.
4: Yeah, it wouldn't be that weird to see someone like i like guess some kind of like some ancient Roman design uh, inspired Especially, character design. I mean, the old, old art inspired. for like F
1: E one actually looks pretty sort of classical oh, yeah. ancient Greece yeah. already. Uh, I think they kinda
4: had some of that aesthetic going with some of the old like the super super old character yeah. designs.
1: I mean oh, like yeah. Mark yeah. is called yeah. Mars after the Roman god of war and he doesn't right. wear pants. Right. Like, <laughs> it's like it's like endemic to the
5: series.
1: <laughs> yeah. But we haven't really revisited since then. They pretty much stepped away from that in sort of like F E three, F E four and never looked back. So it could be cool to come
2: full circle. I'm not I, I think sh- sure if we said this be. before, but uh, I think China, like Three Kingdoms, with Romance of the yeah. Three Kingdoms style, mm-hmm. would suit it very well, especially if they want to keep pushing cool. this multiple route thing on uh players. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Also, if they want to do Feudal Japan, I think that's a cool setting, uh, but I would rather see just Feudal Japan instead of like Feudal Japan versus... 300 years beforehand england
1: (laughs) especially when it's like feudal japan or like the super good guys and you know
4: yeah they made it too in a really black and white white, unambiguous way way. literally on the face black and white
0: but if you get a ghost of tsushima style just you know devoted to to feudal japan story i think you know fucking samurais are cool i'd (laughs) be okay with that uh but i would agree Yes, I. I that's I, not a controversial take. I mean, yeah, yeah, no, that's not yeah. a
2: controversial um, take at all.
0: I, I think the two things that I would like to mention, if we want to talk from a broader perspective, is kind of go in two more extreme directions where there's, I know we've mentioned this, this on the podcast, this is sort of a... Famous bit of trivia now, but um, when, when Awakening was originally in development, it was supposed to be like Moon Men on Mars.
4: I was really
0: hoping you <laughs> would say yeah, that. I was um, so sci-fi could be interesting, and also, as I said, I, I'm a Roman history nerd, but j- really, more than anything, ancient history in particular. So seeing more ancient influence, whether it's Mesopotamia, yeah. Indus River Valley, uh, India, Egyptian like you said, China, cool. yeah, yeah. Egypt, anything like that I think would be Cool. But you know uh, what?
2: Let's go back to that future logic. Let's crank it up to eleven and copy front mission. Let's go mecha. Let's go. Let's do it. Let's make it happen. Yeah. 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 I want to yeah. see hell the Black Knights yeah. mech. <laughs> it's just in a robot for <laughs> It's yeah. just a mechanical <laughs> version of him. Yeah.
4: yeah, it's just a very large version of him. And he stays in the full suit of armor inside the mech.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, if we're going if we're going that crazy, I think Old West could be fun too. Like you need to figure out gun units, but you'd probably I mean, you have to do that sci samurai. I and mean,
0: samurai and old west go hand in hand, so I oh, like, of course, yeah.
3: <laughs> Cowboys versus samurai. I yeah. know I'm serious though. Fire emblem: Cowboys yeah. versus
1: samurai. There was samurai. like a Jackie Chan movie, like a long time ago, that was just <laughs> that. Uh, I don't think it was very good, but it, it did happen. So you could do that, but with fire emblem. Well, then, for, yeah.
0: for, for those who don't know, uh, the the reason I say that um, is just because. Western films and samurai films of like the 50s and 60s had a really interesting relationship because Akira Kurosawa, a famous filmmaker, is kind of known for influencing a lot of uh, Western movies. Uh, but at the same time, he took a lot of influence from Hollywood Westerns in in yeah. Seven Samurai. So it's it was a very interesting sort of exchange of culture. So I don't know, something like that could yeah. be interesting in Fire Emblem. I don't know how the hell you do it, but we are just kind of spitballing at this point. Um, yeah. Uh, that's that's really all I have to say about Real World World. All right, yeah,
1: I think I think we've covered that pretty well. Yeah. yeah. Um, least favorite Fire Emblem game that does not have a remake, and how would you improve it in a remake from mm-hmm. Penderin?
0: Right. Uh, so I just want to say, if any of you say Thracia, I will ban you. Um, Thracia. Thracia. All right, you're gone. You're all gone. All gone. <laughs> See no, for me,
1: Stefan no, uh, owns the server. <laughs> <He does>.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I he yeah. Does. I,
3: I, yeah. I've, I've got all the privileges. But for me, sure. uh, least favorite that doesn't have a remake. Uh, I mean, Shadows of Lenciari has is a remake, so they yeah. can't re-remake it. <laughs> I mean, honestly,
1: like, <laughs> remake Echoes and fix the jank. Like, <laughs> uh,
3: I guess because the next, next least favorite would probably be Path of Radiance, and probably the biggest thing would just give Skip Enemy Phase. Oh yeah. my
1: god, yes. That would instantly bump that game up from, like, a 6 out of 10 to, like, a 9 out of 10. <laughs> yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. Just something, to li- literally even just speeding up the animations would be enough. Yeah. Literally even just that would be enough. Like, I love the Path I don't dangerous. mind replaying it, but I need a fucking book when I play
2: it. <laughs> 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 Or you need that fast-forward button and Dolphin.
1: Yeah. True. But,
0: uh, true. I can, think- I, can, I, can I drop a hot take right now? I mean, right, my well, hot, hot
2: take might do. be the same hot take I, as your I have, hot have a take.
0: feeling it, it will be, um... Let's say at the same time. Are you ready?
2: Fire Emblem Three. 6.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You beat me to it. Yeah.
2: Yes. I was going to say it's it's, it's, <laughs> t- it's between that and Sacred Stones, and honestly... Uh, I you're pick, wrong. I would but, pick okay. Sacred Stones every day over it. Well, it's weird, because yeah. yeah. Sacred Stones
1: holds this, up with better the in thing. that it is more approachable, and that it, it doesn't have stuff that, like, jars you out of it. Yeah, Because it's it's it like, doesn't have anything that jars you at all, because there's no challenge. It's, it's just like this like same, of experience.
2: It's, yeah, it's like, exactly. It's very consumable, oh, it's, so it's very easy to replay, it's, it's so pretty, good, it looks good, it sounds good, it's got some good redeeming qualities mm-hmm. to it. FE6, yeah. it's just a chore. FE6, even, is,
0: a, Fe6 even, is a chore, but like, you know, FE8, and we'll get to this whenever we do the retrospective, but FE8, it's not just fucking shitty, like, gas station brand potato chips. It's some, like, good-ass artisan $5 from the supermarket. I don't know if LA. it's
2: artisan. I think it's, it's kind of like... I think... Fe six is like Doritos normal flavor, whereas you know Fe eight is, is like chili heat. You know, uh, Fe six
0: Some... is unflavored Dorito. It's
3: Fritos.
2: I, just, I, I feel FE, like Fe six
0: gonna... is Cool Ranch Doritos. Superior <laughs> <to laughs> Doritos of all the Doritos. And,
4: and Fe
1: eight is
0: nacho or spicy nacho. I would say
1: Doritos. that Fe seven is like plain Lay's, and then Fe eight is like kettle chips. It's like the same, but like a little more interesting and better, but not really much, and it's easier.
4: I think if we are going to get like an Echo-style remake of either 6 or 8, I honestly think I'd rather have like a fully-voiced, revamped version of 8, just because I'm more interested in 8. But, I mean, I think 6 really, really needs it. Yeah, 8 holds up a lot better. Like,
0: it's easier. It really to think about that. We're, we're forgetting, right. unless you guys just don't feel this as an answer, the way the question was phrased, least favorite F.E. game without a remake, and how we use yeah, it mean, a remake... <laughs> Fates three houses
1: technically. <laughs> I don't know. want a remake of Fates though. I want to just yeah, move never. on and forget about it. Yeah, let's yeah,
4: I, let's just act like that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. I
2: mean, that also puts Awakening on the table too.
0: It does, but Awakening's fun. Think, Awakening, honestly, uh, honestly, it's hard to so really that hate series. on it. Awakening in that is the way?
1: pinnacle of that 3DSFE formula, and like, you couldn't really make it better in a way that I would like without fundamentally changing what it is. Yeah, and I it's think also yeah, the it's savior
2: just... of the series. Yes. So it's a little hard to go. It's my least favorite. Awakening is not my favorite. Myself. Believe it be. People
1: love it. It does what it, it sets out, out to you, do.
0: you as well. Uh, he uh, probably yeah,
3: well, I've, already, I've already banned you. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: well, bye guys. I'm going to go join uh, Chris in the ocean, I guess. But yeah, before I, I do, I'm going to read the next question. What's the next hot fireable crossover after the smashing success of the Shin Megami Tensei one? Right. So see, I'm going to do yeah, a hot take. I would love to see a Fire Emblem crossover with Shin Megami Tensei
4: that
2: was
1: like I was just actually say that.
4: that. Yeah, like I know Keegan, you loved Sharp Fe, and I that's get, great. I, like, no, I, I get it. I'm, I'm yeah. actually on board with that. Like, as much as I enjoyed TMS Fe, I totally am with the sentiment of let's get a real let's get a real one this time.
2: Let's yeah. fight God <laughs> with the Weapon Triangle.
1: Yes. 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 I feel like yes. God is a sword user. That's like nobility. No, no.
2: he's like super... He's like a cheat. A, he gets a cheat oh, weapon that beats I mean, all the other man. ones. I mean, His cheat weapon is a sword.
1: I can't believe I even said that because he's so obviously light magic.
0: Yeah,
2: Yeah, but, but no, but God I mean, In sword. SMT, there's an element called Almighty, which yes. is just yeah. above everything yeah, yeah, yeah. and yeah. doesn't have yeah. any... nothing can resist it, and so it'd just be like something like that. I mean, so yeah, I'd mm-hmm. probably...
1: Imagine like having Almighty. like a Law and Chaos route in Fire Emblem.
2: Oh or like, in law,
1: you just, like, <laughs> you restore the prince to his rightful throne and drive back the evil empire, and in chaos, you, like, abolish the nobility and set up tribunal Man, and, like, form a new me, republic. That's, that's such th- a
2: great idea. I wonder if the game me- has ever
4: tried that.
2: That just yeah. gave me a thing I'm going to push for. Since there's not been a Final Fantasy Tactics game in a long time, do Final Fantasy Tactics with Fire Emblem and get the job system in there. And True. you can make it... Oh, a no! Eat the rest!
4: You can't do that, Darren! Oh, no! That's a problem!
2: <laughs> oh,
4: no! I'm going to play that way too much if that happens. Yeah. Just think oh about no! It. Fire
2: Emblem-style combat, but with Final Fantasy-style customization of jobs and abilities and classes
1: no one yeah. ever would but i think you could set like a giant sort of bethesda obsidian style rpg in a fire emblem and it could work.
0: but no one I mean, would ever do that Yeah, because it's fine. just like generic fantasy but yeah
1: well no i mean like pick one specifically like do it in yugdra or something expand it you know like fire emblem is very broadly sketched and that mostly oh, well that's what i'm saying you can yeah. dive into detail well like what kotor did for star wars you could do but
0: sure yeah.
1: You know, you don't have to, whatever that would never happen anyway.
2: I mean, th- an example like that kind of exists. There was the FE6 manga that followed like a side story and like a side char- like, oh, yeah. like, like, yeah. character. Oh, yeah, character who did his own adventure. And, they, like, and they're the ones that have like the
4: references wise. in the um, in those those random weapons in yeah. the game. Yeah. In FE6. About, oh, really? Like,
0: oh, yeah, Grant
3: yeah Leonard, that's what yeah.
4: that's that's yeah, I didn't even yeah. know that. I, I yeah. didn't know it existed. Yeah, there's the lance, the sword, and then the staff.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm going to piss yeah. off everyone, especially Husser here, and say, um, <laughs> even though the company went under, but now they're apparently maybe back or something, let's let's get a Telltale Fire Emblem game.
4: <laughs> I mean, like, sure, I guess. <laughs> I'd be interested to see what they do with it, if yeah. they were it's getting not gonna in the
1: range. Like, I, I have a problem with their style, but, like, whatever, <laughs> sure.
0: I disagree, because I, really I still enjoy The Walking Dead Season 1. That's a cool-ass video game. Even if it is the kind of the same route, it's just yeah. A, I don't. I, I wasn't
1: story. saying that to be like, oh, the Walking Dead season one is shit. I was just illustrating the replayability problem through mm-hmm. analogy, mm-hmm.
2: Uh, because I
1: I do think that exists, even if it's still fun. Yeah. Um, yeah. But regardless, uh, we have one final question: How the fuck have y'all handled quarantine without going batshit insane?
0: From, uh, have, uh, anyway, thanks for joining the podcast. <laughs> <laughs>
2: you'll never know our secrets
4: darren got a dog yeah i
2: got a dog Uh, so i cheated
4: yeah yeah Yeah. he kind of cheated uh let's
2: see
1: drinking
4: uh edibles
1: mushrooms uh cocaine heroin just you know Mm -hmm. yeah the the works the usual suspects
4: yeah
3: I, I, I just order. didn't leave. I just didn't leave the house before, so it's like. Yeah, I, I was, was
4: going to say, like honestly, my life really hasn't substantially changed yeah. a lot. How else is Shepard going to play for shit? the Ace
0: Attorney series in a weekend? Yeah, yeah, well, you
4: think he's going to do that outside in the uh, dude, outside the world?
0: My skin and
3: just
4: yeah, the disgusting. burning
2: feeling?
0: Like,
4: disgusting. That will impact, going impact his speedrunning
2: strat of yelling objection <laughs> to speed through the button presses on the DS. Yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah>, <laughs> like, if he can't answer. see
4: screen because of the sun, how is he supposed to know when to do the button presses? I got a working PC
1: right before quarantine started, and I've never Watch had a working it. PC, yeah. like a good up to date PC. Or a modern console, like ever. So mm-hmm. I've got like 15 years of games that I've been catching up on. <laughs> All
0: right.
1: So that that's been keeping me pretty busy. I, <laughs> I think, especially really
0: in, in in today's economy, it's good that you found a working PC. That's 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 good of it.
1: Yeah, you know, I tip
3: it <laughs> I, at the holidays. I see what you
0: did. It <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> took you a second. <laughs>
3: yeah. I, I didn't. I didn't think you'd go for that highbrow humor i know i know
0: hmm. all right <laughs> <And> <laughs> no, one any you. other
3: questions we got well i was that's gonna say st- oh the no day. there's, there's right. one more uh, one more do you have do any of you have a favorite support chain or even just single combo? That?
1: oh that's like back up the top yeah we've yeah, yeah. i think we've but maybe covered we've this before
3: but, I, I do want to say any quick rapid
0: fire for, support for you want to a little bit um I've kind of been doing uh, just what I do in particular to, to deal with depression. Every everyone has their own methods, obviously, but as someone who's passionate about music and film, there's not really been a better time to, to get into music and film. There was a period for about honestly almost two months where I didn't watch a movie, which was very atypical. I'm surprised for me. you're
4: physically capable of doing that without imploding.
0: No, I know it, it was atypical for me. Um, I just kind of didn't feel up to it, but I'm at a point now where uh, consuming art whether it's games music or, or film has has really been therapeutic for me so hey i mean this is one of the in my opinions what whatever your medium is like i said if it's games music television whatever um this is kind of one of the the main purposes for art in my opinion so if you don't want to go back to something uh that you have have you know fondness for and nostalgia, now is a great time to try and delve into something new. Play that game you've always wanted to play, or read that book, or watch that TV series. I I don't think you'll regret it.
1: Yeah, definitely. If you can afford to get it, anyway.
0: Well, game-wise, yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know, book, book, and movie. There's, there's other me. There's other. There's other ways,
1: but. Well, no, um, there there are for games too. I yeah, mean, yeah. It's literally, it's literally
0: the game ways I you think, would get. The yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but it's you know it's easier to be like oh I've never played Final Fantasy IV before I'm gonna go download the ROM for my Super Nintendo to be like damn I really wanted to play Assassin's Creed Valhalla <laughs> like let me search the <laughs> internet for a U-Torrent link or something you know hey, hey they're,
4: they're, you just gotta you you upgrade your high seas sailing skills just yeah, download they're, they're usually up there pretty quick
1: <laughs> yeah and it's it's micro by the way it's not u well whatever not exist anymore. Not that I would know.
0: You told well, I I think, yeah, no, of
1: course not. they got like compromised, but All right. oh, like anyway, Pirate. it was never anyway. uTorrent.
0: I used a client called uTorrent. Anyway, let's this. Maybe yeah, maybe that's why you're <laughs> real because your I never really <laughs>
4: maybe real. that's why yeah, he had. Yeah. never used it because it's like that's wrong but like yeah <laughs> yeah.
0: No, um, like like I said, like I just said, I, it's not real because I never do anything illegal. Like I've never, you know, no, never broken my law. I'm turning 21 law. soon, so I'm very excited to.
2: You wouldn't download have a my car. my first beer, but um, no, <laughs> you wouldn't. <download. laughs> yeah, yeah
3: right, you remember, know? don't download a car. Download more RAM. Right.
5: <laughs> yeah.
3: And make sure it's
0: RGB RAM. it's then, to live by. To
3: when the
5: car
1: delivers you more RAM, then you can hold it up and then steal it.
2: Problems,
4: solved.
2: exactly. So do you yeah. have a car no. and
4: RAM. Uh, yeah. No, I think that. I mean, yeah, I think that's good for me.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, I guess for the support question, we've kind of covered it before. So just to give a little cheeky non-answer, um, it's not technically a support, but it's one of the conversations from FE4, and it's just hilarious. And I w- want to bring it up because it's funny, and I don't think I have before. Mm-hmm. Alec and Sylvia, if you pair them, in Chapter 5, they have a little conversation where it becomes very clear that Sylvia's children are an accident, and it's just funny. <laughs> and very <laughs> unexpected from a Nintendo yeah. game.
0: Yeah, my favorite support conversation is the one in Fates, where it's just ellipses.
4: Why do you steal my bad joke like that? Yeah. What the hell? I feel like- uh, you can yeah, just say a Keegan. Go for, uh, Keegan. for pickles.
0: Uh, oh, I
3: think I, th- I think for me, uh, only one off the top of my head that I can think of at the moment here would be uh, Frederick and Cherish's "An Awakening."
5: Oh, that's know. where they both her. wear
1: like Crom masks to. No, speak, that that's
3: right? that's Frederick Cordelia.
1: Oh,
5: right.
1: <laughs> we think oh, yeah. are yeah. No, that's
3: the joke. Yeah.
1: I forgot that Amelia <laughs> and oh. Shersh were different characters. It's been a long time since I played <laughs> Awakening. Oh no!
3: <laughs>
1: they're not even similar. They just both fly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But they
0: fly different things. More colored
3: hair. Yeah. And entirely different personalities as
4: well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. yeah. No, they're we're like there's barely no similarity. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a long time. Okay.
4: That's fair. It's fair. It's I don't true. think I have
1: played Awakening since like
4: 2015. Oh so, no! <laughs>
1: Yeah, well, we'll get to the retrospective, and then I'll play it again. Great, right. in 2029. Five. Five. <laughs> tw- all right. Uh, so with that, I think it's probably time to bid you all adieu.
0: Yeah, we're good.
4: I think, I think, I think we're good. I think
0: we're good. I think we're good. Um, yeah. We've done it. Sheffin, it's time for another one of your marvelous compositions. I can't wait to see, because you always <laughs> to, uh, do yourself.
5: Yeah.
2: yeah. You should Ever do the blue, Black Knight
1: theme.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, oh no i can't believe you God. make that xylophone sound by drumming on your own ribs like i didn't even know that was possible <laughs> unless you're you a do. cartoon skeleton look. But- you, look.
3: <laughs> you really you really got a fast for a, like a
0: good couple months in there to really get your ribs just See, but pointed that's, that's out where it, i
1: admire I mean. the dedication
4: No, but that's where Chef has been in the
0: past because he's promoted unrealistic body standards, which uh, (laughs) is, you know, I I get it. I get it. But
4: I mean, you got to do what you got to do to master your craft. And I I can't help but respect the dedication Mm Chef's got to his roles. Yeah.
0: It's true. Another thing I'd like to say about Chef, and before we end this podcast in 30 seconds, is that Chef, and for as long as I have known him and had him on Discord, and I'm pretty sure he's the one who told me Discord existed back in like 2016 uh has had the same profile picture of him wearing a face mask so he did it before
3: oh my
4: god yeah that's like. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, that's yeah. Yeah. chef was, right. ahead he, he was, was ahead of the time he
0: was ahead of the curve yeah.
3: so this is, this is a six-year-old profile picture <laughs>
1: yeah. yes.
0: so uh no i mean to
1: be fair darren
4: has he, had the black knight profile a while and he's got no a mask, too. no he had he had toval from um from uh, Trails of Cold Steel for a long time. Mm, Black Knight's okay. actually kind of recent.
0: Uh, honestly, the oldest profile picture is yours, though, Huster, because you have that. Yeah, this. That's true. I have
1: that green Henry Hoover vacuum cleaner, and then the red one too. <laughs> oh yeah, it was red. Yeah, for yeah, a while.
0: yeah. Anyway, we're 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 going off on a tangent. Yeah. Thank you for for joining really us, guys. We will be back sooner rather than later with another episode. Hopefully, yeah. Hopefully. Soon to Fare thee end. well.
1: It shouldn't be so bad. And keep your eyes peeled for the charity stream. We'll have more news coming out as it gets closer. Yeah.
0: But don't peel them too hard, because that might hurt.